Welcome back to Small State of Big Takes. This is episode 188. Steve Scott is at a John Mayer concert, so he don't got anything. Gilly, Josh, what is going on? We are chilling over here. Got Celtics playing right now. It's, it's I, I don't know. I forgot. Is there a Red Sox? Yeah, there's a, there's a Red Sox season going on. Doesn't really feel like it. I'm waiting for um, the lockout to end. Yeah, yeah. Big take. They're kind of dead to me right now. I, I still believe, but <laughs> I want nothing to do with that team. But no, we're just chilling over here. How you guys doing? Well, it's currently totally rooting for the Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> I'm <laughs> about to change my debit card. You know what? <laughs> if was... the Red Sox, that's you know what? Here's a big take for you. If the Red Sox finish with a worse record than the Orioles, I will change my debit card to an Orioles debit card. Wow. I will. Do they still do that? I thought, I thought that, what was that? Like Bank of America or some shit. I thought they stopped doing baseball teams. I Washington trust. I'll pull some strings. <laughs> I know the, uh, I know some ladies at my local Washington trust in Rhode Island. So I think I can make it happen. Okay. <laughs> I will tape an Orioles logo onto it. If need be. <laughs> that would be something dude. <laughs> I was telling Josh before you got on here, I did my first, um, my first, first five under bet of the year today. Tried to dabble with something, you know, kind of shake the rust off. It, uh, it went over in the first inning. (laughs) So, um, all set with that. I'm ready to, I'm ready to put Monday behind me. The Dodgers are losing. The Brewers are losing as we kind of had a gut feeling, but bet it anyways. And the Red Sox are in last place in the American League. So things are basically great right now. As great as they can be. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty close to looking at uh, prospects to draft. I, uh, <laughs> I really haven't looked at mock drafts yet. Not, I'm like kind of close <laughs> to that point. Not going to lie to you. I, uh, I, I'm looking at when the draft is <laughs> for 2023. Because this is about as bad as you can start. And it's like, you don't even know where to start, dude. One day, the hitting could be hot. Then the pitching shit. Then the pitching could be hot and the hitting shit. Like, you just, you don't know what we're going to get at all. And you know, once they start hitting, the pitchers are going to start sucking. And then they're not going to win games that way. Because... I, I saw some stat like since April 23rd or something, the Red Sox have like a two, one something staff starter ERA, not staff starters ERA. And uh, it's good for, you know, top in the bigs. But during that time, their offense is bottom three in every category that everything. matters, like hits, runs, OPS, uh, basically everything. So it, it's shocking that the offense has been this complacent for four weeks now, five weeks now, and not just like that one, two week. All right, let's shake the cobwebs off. Now it's it's still that bad. Yeah, when are people actually- going to start call, calling for Cora? I'm not one of those irrational people, but you know how the Red Sox like haters are, like Red Sox Twitter. They're going to start saying like, oh, off with Cora's head. Now's the time. He's not doing anything. This is the worst it can get. Blah blah blah. What do you? What's the? Give me an over under, Ollie, on the date. How many or how many more games do we need to to start hearing that? 
Well, I think it's actually going to be pointed more towards Bloom than Cora. Um, I see a lot of Bloom hate already this year, which I don't necessarily agree with. Me either. For the most part. I, I'm sure there's a couple things that I think I wish I, he would have done differently, but I, I don't blame anybody really here besides the players. Uh, maybe the hitting coach, uh, because you know Tim Hires is gone. He's in Texas now. And maybe that is showing a little bit of something. I don't know. I think it's too early to fully read into it. But, uh, I mean, they're not taking walks at all. They're last in the league in walks. They're chasing. Uh, they're missing pitches middle-middle more than anybody in the league. And you look at these metrics or, you know, just these things that they usually thrive at, they're not thriving at that. And they're, most importantly, maybe not most importantly, but they're also not hitting runners in scoring position. I don't blame, I don't blame Bloom. The only thing that I wish he did, diff- there's two things I wish he did differently. I wish he extended Devers and I wish he got, uh, like I wish him and baseball staff actually named someone to be a closer because we haven't had a closer since Craig Kimball left and it's infuriating to not know who the closer is. Um, yep. I hate that. And obviously I wish they extended Devers. Other than that, I don't really have too many complaints about what Heim did. It's just the guys aren't – they're just not hitting. And the they're just not hitting. It's not that complicated. Yeah. Yeah, and even – I actually shout out to a friend of the program uh, around the pod – around the diamond <laughs> podcast host. <laughs> uh, he is the around the pod man. Um, this is a mind-blowing stat. Of the 27 qualified hitters batting below 200, Trevor Story with a 194 average has a highest batting average on balls in play at 305. So he's getting lucky and he's still sucking that much. Wow. That's like, that's, that that's even scarier. <laughs> Striking out like over 30% of the time too now. Just brutal. That's, that's, that's going to be tough. And again, I don't, I don't want to quick to, it's been a month. So I don't want to judge Story's contract too quickly. But that is one thing where uh, we'll see how he reacts to some extended uh, boos and whatnot. Because I think he kind of said the right things the other day where he said that he was disappointed in himself when he like with how he performed. So he but again, he's not used to having a reaction at all. Colorado fans didn't give a shit. So it's like, no, it's going to be like it could be a Carl Crawford situation where it's like, damn, he's not built for this type of environment. And again, I don't want to make assumptions quite yet, but. That could be, I don't know, we could be seeing a quick hook with Trevor Story in all honesty. I, I think I have an assumption. And I, I'm not saying you're wrong, Gilly, but I think you are. What do you mean? Here, you think this, that you can hang? Dude, the dude had sex at the wrong time, bro. Oh, he's a dad, yeah. He, he's, a, he, he's a dad uh, in, within the last month. I'm sorry. Like, if you, I, like, these people are human beings. And if this dude is as good as a dude as people in the league say he is, he's probably a great dad and devotes a lot of time after games and shit to be with his kids. I I don't know. I could be giving the guy way too much salt, grains of salt here, but Yeah. No, I mean again, I don't know, like, man. I, I give it to stuff. him. No, true. But um oh Jason Tatum just spiked a ball into the crowd as after a timeout was called. That was funny. Um but the thing about that, though, is like his splits, though, his road splits were not great. So that's where it's just like it's right. kind of playing into what everyone kind of said about him of like, oh, 
He really only mashed at cores. So that's uh, – and, again, I'm a story guy. I love story. He's fun to watch. I think he's super talented. Um, but I don't know. I'll, I'll cut him some slack. And, again, it's only been a month. But I'm just – you see rumblings on Twitter and what not too of, like, questions like that of, like, can he hang in this type of market? I, I hope so. And I think he, he said the right thing so far. So I, I'm probably yeah. jumping the gun by even mentioning it. But um, But no, I just – between that and Bloom, those are the biggest things I've seen on Twitter of people kind of bashing the Red Sox. And also, obviously, the whole Devers-Xander uh, situation of who, who's staying. Are they going to pay either of them? Hopefully, at least Devers. But Honestly, biggest mistake of the offseason right now for me is Kyle Schwarber. One of the biggest mistakes. I think that dude would have been a huge hook in the lineup. Even if it, I, again, we never know what the problem is going to be. Could be a combination of both, but that dude's playing pretty good baseball right now, um, and he's in a good lineup. And I think if he was in our lineup, just like he was at the end of last year, right now, he's better than Bobby by far. Oh yeah, and and it's almost unbearable to watch Bobby sometimes. Like, and when I do get to watch the Red Sox, because I don't have. MLB right now and I just don't haven't been devoting time because he's been sucking but it's just like it's it's terrible even Bobby's defense I think that the Trevor Story throw that was the error in the game I went to should have been picked yep 100%. yeah 100 like and I know that's going back a while 95 percent but I totally agree you know he's got to put his foot on the back of the bag and play good defense like He's not a gold glove guy, but I even think Kyle Schwarber might have had that play. You know, like, and he would, because he was picking shit left and right in like the five or six games he played at first base. Bobby did it the other day, too, on a double play. It was a line drive throw right at him, and he he literally just didn't catch the ball. It's like he took his eye off of it. And And, that was was bad. I saw that on slow mo on Twitter, right? He stepped away from it. He's not doing like the basics, foot on the bag, step towards the ball. Don't like, he's not. And granted, he's a he's definitely a mental head case. When he's down bad, he's down bad. And we're seeing that right now. Um, yeah. He's a mess in the field. He's a mess on the plate. He needs he needs to go back. I mean, you need to send him down to triple A or double A or somewhere where he can play every day with not with eyes not on him 24 seven like they are now and let him find his groove. Um, let him get into a rhythm because he's not getting one up here. He's playing four days a week and he's striking out 50% of the time or whatever it is. He he's destroying himself. And granted, I, I, I like him. Obviously I like Bobby Dahlbeck when he, when he's on fire, like we saw last August, September, I, he's really fun to watch and the potential will always be there with him. But right now it's a liability and back to Trevor story real quick. The thing about him is he he will always be tied to Xander Bogarts now, um, especially if Xander Bogarts leaves. Everybody and their mother is going to say, you decided to go pay Trevor Story, who's never played here, uh, instead of paying your own guy who you, who you brought up, developed through the system, knows that he can handle Boston, knows that he can play here at an all-star level, near MVP level a couple times. Championship level. 
two-time World Series championship level Xander Bogarts. He's been here for nine years, and you decided to go pay Trevor Story, who hit, I don't know, 220 in his first year or whatever, and let Xander walk to the Yankees or some shit. If that happens, that is going to be a huge blemish. As a Bloom defender, that's a huge blemish on Bloom. I mean, to be fair, the contracts aren't the same, though. Like, no, Xander they're not. Take, like, you know what I mean? So that's, that's the only thing I would say. I think that they just found a decent deal with Story compared to what they think his value was. But but no, I mean. But they're gonna say you could have used that money towards Xander Bogarts. Sure, which is that, which that is average good. annual money towards it. Like, oh, would you rather pay Story this or pay Xander five more million dollars a year? Like that's what. It, yeah, and that's pretty reasonable in my opinion. As a Heimblum defender and a Trevor Story guy, I think Trevor Story. I thought it was a great signing. As an advocate of both of those, I I don't have a defense for that. And if 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 it is to come, and I'm not saying Xander's going to the Yankees, but if he does leave somewhere, when that argument gets brought up, I, as a Heimblum guy and a Trevor Story guy, I, I don't have a rebuttal to that. I am with you 100%, but I will say this. As a Red Sox fan, I feel we should have the same liberties as the Los Angeles Dodgers. We make enough money as a business if you, if you just want to talk business and baseball, I am envious of what the Dodgers have. That lineup is pristine. And you want to talk about one guy that left and who has had a slump but is hot as fuck right now is Mookie Betts. You want to not defend Heim Bloom? Go all the way back to Mookie Betts. And I'm going to be honest with you. If we just fucking paid Mookie, none of this happens. None of it. We might not even have to deal with Trevor Story because Mookie might have played second base if we let him. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, and I mean, that's so not you can still have Kike. But he rolled into it. Yeah, that was, you know that was already decided before. That's that's one thing. That, again, made, he's the one who signed the, the trade or whatever. But, I mean, I think that was but, in his interviews. I'm sure it was like, hey – First order of business, what can you get me for Mookie Betts? You know what I mean? Well, what can you what can you offer Mookie Betts to though? I mean, at that point, he still had a little bit of control of money. I don't think he okay? wanted to be here, also. I really uh, I don't think so either. Yeah. All I'm saying is, is if you paid the man, I think he would have stayed. And, and just going back really, to that point, I agree. like I think he would have had to overpay to keep him, but I I do agree. If you gave him a blank check, he probably would have sucked it up and stayed. I hate to say yeah, it too. It, repeating itself though with Xander, especially have you guys yeah. seen like the the leaked rumors too of like someone from his inner circle says that he's he's pretty much done or he's yeah. like not really even considering it. Again, who knows how true that is, but I, I don't know. That's pretty shitty to hear. The consistency, though, that's what I'm screaming, right? The consistency in play, we just talked about it. Xander Bogarts is a championship MVP all-star caliber player. Perennial. It doesn't matter how much you slice it. Like, we let Xander go, and if that ends up happening, we let Xander go, we let Mookie go. Same caliber of player. World Series champion, MVP, all-star, perennial. Like, it's just this thing with the Red Sox that they can't keep these fucking people around. And it's really starting to frustrate me. And as much as I love them bringing back somebody like Jackie Bradley, that was totally just to smooth fans over. I'm going to be 100% if, if that was anything. Because we don't need Jackie Bradley Jr. at all. Like, we have Jaron Duran. 
And we have all these other options in the minor leagues, like Gilberto Jimenez. Dude's ready. I'm sorry. He is awesome. But you know what? He won't be up for another three fucking years because baseball's baseball. You know, uh, I'm sick and tired of that. I'm going to be totally honest with you. Like, I just want the Red Sox to fucking pay people because they have the money to. I want the Red Sox to be the Dodgers because they can be and they won't be. And you know what, though? I think the shift between Dave Dombrowski and Hein Bloom, though, is the difference there. That's where I think the Red Sox ownership said we want to be a hybrid of being that almost like a brave slash raise like kind of equivalent of like, all right, we're going to build the farm. Um, we're going to get like good cheap pitching and stuff and find guys that are like underpaid and whatnot. But we're not going to just like buy everybody like we did back in the day of let's compete with the Yankees and have a $400, $400 million payroll for, for today's dollars at least. So I, I think those days are kind of not going to happen right with Haim. And I'm, it's kind of unfortunate because you're right. They make enough money. They should totally be able to do that. Um, the biggest thing I hope is that at least they just pay the homegrown talent and then maybe it's those free agents that even like a Trevor Story or um, look at Matt Strom, look at um, Michael Walker even of like, oh, let's let's add around the peripherals with those sweet deals of like undervalued guys. Um, but no, I, I hear you. It is frustrating because it's like you see what the Dodgers are doing. They just pay everybody. It's like sure. it's almost like the Rams. It's like there is no salary and there isn't salary crap, but it's just like it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Just pay everyone and everything will be work out fine. You even look at your own division now because you've got teams like the Blue Jays just spending money, but they're doing it a little different way. They have this young core where they don't have to pay, and yeah. now they're slinging out contracts that starting pitching, like Kevin Gosman, who could who was looking to be like a big miss that you weren't even in on Kevin Gosman. This dude who is, I wanted him, by the way. Did. Just I know, I know. that was status. your biggest want. That was your biggest want. And it's looking to pan out great because that dude is on a and it's early, and he started off last year really good too, and he fell apart. And you know, as a fantasy owner of him, he, he really didn't have a good September for the playoff push. Um, but I mean, what a start he'd gone off to, and now it's like a miss. And he wasn't over net, he wasn't, he didn't like break the bank or anything. He got a pretty, I think, manageable deal from a team's perspective. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I'm not even a Kevin Walden, like, hardcore believer, to be honest with you. I kind of I liked Robbie Ray more, but I mean he's proved me wrong there. He looks awesome. Same, I totally agree. I'm not a big like uh, Robbie Ray or Kevin Gosman like diehard, but Gosman's looked really really good. Robbie Ray's been fine. Uh, I mean he's kind of reverting back a little bit, but he's still uh, he's still really good. Don't get me still wrong. Robbie Ray. He's still going to strike Mr. out a consistent. Guys. He, yeah. He's not going to have that you know sub three sub two five ERA. But he's going to strike out 200 guys for sure. You'll get that out of him. But Kevin Galsman, he's arguably got the best pitch in baseball with that splitter. It's absolutely disgusting. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, you're right, Gilly. Like, there is definitely a hybrid to be had and understand. But it, it is always been, like, my thing that if they're so smart about it, like, how does a team like the Dodgers make that work? Like, because their lineup is – they pay a bunch of people. They do, right? But they obviously have done a lot of scouting, not of young guys or, or prospect talent, but of in-league guys. Their, their scouting of in-league guys is so pristine that when they can just say, yeah, 
We've been watching this guy. We want to bring him seven years. Here you go. And it just works out. Now they're always contending. Now we start to see that with the Red Sox. And yeah, we're kind of kicking ourselves for like Gonzalez and Crawford and and all these mistakes. But dude, there's just got to be a different system that certain guys can fit in Boston. Like, I just feel like there's got to be a different way to look at it. I mean, it's that you, you look at the guys that you bring up and you know can play here, and, like, those are the ones that you got to really consider. Mm. Paying. It's always going to be a risk signing an outside guy in a market like L.A., New York, and Boston to not know – to more so New York and Boston than L.A. because they're not really too critical of their sports teams over there from, like, a media perspective. But, mm. L, uh, for like, New York and Boston especially – you're going to hear it. You're going to hear it from the sports writers. You're going to hear it from the fans. You're going to hear it at the games. You're going to, no matter what sport it is. So it's always a risk bringing in guys from other, uh, you know, other sports environments, even Philly, I, I would kind of group in there too, because they're pretty harsh um, sure. or, you know, they can be when, when it's deserved or even sometimes when it's not deserved. <laughs> when it's not too. Yeah. To be honest. <laughs> uh, exactly. Uh, and, there's definitely passionate fan base and stuff out there, but it's just different up here in the Northeast. And you, when you sign in guys like Trevor Story or Chris Sale, you don't know what you're going to get. Chris Sale embraced it, loved it, handled it well. Uh, he hasn't played a lot in the last three years, obviously, because he's been hurt. Um, but, I mean, we saw David Price. Did he, he, I think he performed pretty well, but he handled the media terribly. So yeah. it, it, it's, a, it's a whole different ballgame that you don't know and he literally was like yeah they gave me the most money i'm gonna come here and play um it's it's an interesting uh, dynamic to think about i think that's why giving xander endeavors these fair deals that they, that they deserve is so important because yeah. xander's been here for 10 years and he's shown that he he loves it he thrives in it um he's a leader he's in he's invaluable to me we should put it's the wrong message if you don't pay him, who are you going to pay? Right. Exactly. Yep. And that was kind of like my argument with Mookie. Not that like, <laughs> you know, I, I hate to go all the way back to that, but it's the same deal, man. Like if we lose Xander, what kind of message are you sending? So one, you're the players that potentially want to play here. Okay. And your fans, I'm going to be honest. Like if you aren't paying a guy like Xander Bogarts, what is wrong with you? That's just where I'm at. You know, on top of my argument of like, why can't we be the Dodgers? It's it kind of blends in. It's like these guys can do it. So let's keep them. They know we know it like Oliver's been saying. So, I mean, it's like, you know, something's got to give something. And whether it's like talent development or scouting reporting, whatever the hell it is, dude, I don't know. Would you be okay though, with say Xander walks this off season or or even I mean there are rumblings too of like oh are the Red Sox would they consider trading Xander if this season goes the way it is just to get something for him before he hits free agency if he's already gone what if would you guys be like open to because I don't think the speaking of the Dodgers from what it seems like it doesn't seem like they're going to pay Trey Turner that's like the rumor what would you be okay with if they were like you know what Xander, it's not working out. We don't think he's worth the money that he wants, but we want to pay Trey Turner. Would that be enough to like? That would be no. I don't know. No, it would still be the homegrown thing, and because I think I could be talked into that of like, you know what, Trey Turner. 
I mean, if my very good, yeah, my consolidation price was Trey Turner. I think I'll get over it, but it also depends where. To me, honestly, it does depend where he would end up. If he ends up I, in pinstripes, I mean, it's it's nightmare fuel. Why not just put him in center and have <laughs> Turner? Or, or honestly, just let him play the outfield. What the fuck's wrong with that? Keep him, put him He'll in that lineup. Fucking hurt himself. I'm just saying, like I now, like. I, w- I could almost talk myself out of that. I know Trey Turner is a very good player, but he's not Xander Bogarts. I think everybody in that fucking locker room, like whether you're listening to Carabas podcast or anybody, anybody in baseball, Xander Bogarts is, is well honored, honestly. Oh, like yeah. people respect this man. Sure. So. Like, even down to Trevor Story. Trevor Story didn't want to fucking play for us. He said the call from Xander solidified everything. Yeah. Whatever that may mean. Okay? Like, that's a guy where, yeah, I'm going to swap positions because Xander Bogarts is that short in Boston. Okay? That's the only thing that can talk me out of it. I mean, if they sign both, they sign both, and that's even better. But I don't know, man. Xander Bogarts... Feels like one of those like generational guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean he is so consistent. I get you, but I don't I mean, know. What scares you with Turner is any speed guy. Once they hit, I mean the speed just disappears out of nowhere. So that part scares me with Turner. Let's cross that bridge when we get there. If if they end up having to have that conversation, if this season keeps going poorly, unfortunately. I mean, I think you have to at least con- hearing offers for Bogarts at the trade deadline from a baseball perspective, putting my fandom in my heart aside. I think you have to at least hear offers for him if the season continues to struggle. And uh, and if you're sellers, he's your biggest selling piece for sure, without a doubt. Yeah. No doubt. I don't. And again, that's, that's a tricky thing. If you're not going to pay them though, that's, and that's kind of why I ask about Trey Turner. Cause it's like, all right, if you're not going to pay Xander, hopefully they're trying to pay Devers and they don't fuck that up. Like it seems like they're starting to yep. re- repeating the whole Mookie thing of like lowballing him and just insulting him to the point where he's going to be spurned too. But like, who, who are they, who would you be okay with them paying? So that's where, I don't know. I mean, it's, after- it's interesting. Judge. <laughs> No, can you imagine? Do you got Judge in Boston, Xander in pinstripes? That would be chaos. That would be chaos. And I mean, I mean, if you're not paying Xander or Devers, I hadn't even thought about anybody else after that. It's homegrown, anyways. I haven't thought about anybody after after those two. I could fuck with some Aaron Judge, though. Yeah, I know you could. could. (laughs) It's kind of a mutual. I don't know. I, I could kind of see that working out for both teams in a way of like, all right, he kind of fits a need for us in terms of a corner outfielder that can hit for power, be in the middle of the lineup. They need, I, I know Xander's not a defensive stud per se, but he can hold his own. He could play third a, down the right line. If they have a top 10 prospect shortstop coming up that, you know, middle next year, probably. Well, he, yeah, I don't know how close maybe, he is. Maybe Colby, the year but. after, but still. No, I know. So that's why I think it was third or something. But still, for right now, though, it's like yeah, they do need that. Yeah. But my, I mean, my fear is like Judge is going to be looking at like eight two fifty or some shit after he turned down that offer. 
That's true. He's and I mean, it. he's a scary dude to pay, just given his oh, health. For sure, and age. And he's, he's older. That's yeah, true. he's he's an older guy. Yeah. For you know, entering your, I mean, he's only going to get one payday, so obviously he's going to maximize it, right? You can't blame the guy for doing that, no matter what position they're in. Um, same with Xander. Same with Dever. Same with all these guys. Baseball, you get one shot to get a contract, so you're going to go to basically. 99 times out of 100, you're going to go to where the money is, in, in my opinion. And I don't blame anybody for doing that. Yeah, but, not everybody's Carlos Correa. Yeah, that's true. I, I have, that's, <laughs> that's an interesting concept. I wonder if we see anybody take that avenue this summer. I don't think so. Or, or, I, I think that's summer. like a that's a COVID deal, I think, all day long. It's like, yeah, I'm still young. I can go get another big one. Yeah, he's, you know, in, I, that, he's in that he, age demographic or group whatever where he can afford to take a one-year deal and then still next year get paid a bag yeah and, and still clear the most the highest paid <laughs> just a shortstop right. Yeah. history right so he still got that annual value of like all right uh but no that's that'd be interesting i mean yeah i don't know that'd be yeah. another kind of candidate what if we're in the mix for korea next year instead i, w- I wouldn't be shocked because they were kind of rumored to be in on him all all uh, off season, I don't I don't mm-hmm. know if anything was like actually like legit, but there were rumblings. There were definitely rumblings about it, and I if push comes to shove, that wouldn't shock me at all. That'd I don't be know interesting. How I about it, I don't really like it. I mean, to be honest, I don't really. I don't, really like, I don't like Xander. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't like Correa over Xander, but I mean, all of a sudden you're. Your middle infield is one of the best defensive infields in baseball with Story at second and Correa at short. Yeah. True. Yeah. But again, I mean, what is that? And again, the message is too that we, and I know you guys are all considerate of, is what what you do sends a message to Devers too. So it's like you, even if you do things a certain way, you got to understand that there are going to be repercussions if Devers is like, well, fuck this. You just treated my boy Xander like that. I there's no loyalty here. I'm just going to be a free agent. If you want to pay me the top dollar value, fine. So be it. I'll stay. But if not, no discount. And again, not that I'm, I don't expect him to take a discount, but um, there's got to be something to be said of extending earlier and taking that 250 or whatever it is. I agree. I do Ooh. agree. We all right. So I'm glad that we got to uh, rant about the Red Sox because it's been a little while. Um, Get off from the chest. I yeah, I've been scared to go record the uh, the uh, pod with Frankie because the Yankees are doing so well. So I've just been <laughs> I've just been avoiding that. He asked me like multiple times a week, and I just keep like ignoring him slash not doing it because I I'm scared. Um, <laughs> But we have a couple minutes left here. Uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, uh, Joshua's got a new uh, Marvel-specific podcast with the House homie, of M Pod with the how with uh, with the homie Turn Up. You know, SSBT's biggest streamer out there for sure. Not even close. Reigning streamer of the year, going for back to back, off to a good start. How's it going? Yeah. It's a fun time. Um, Obviously, it's big, big nerd talk, big nerd talk. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be recording an episode hopefully sometime this week. I don't know with my new job, but about uh, Doctor Strange, the follow up because we both saw it. 
So super spoilers for people who haven't seen it, but um, yeah, that's the next one. And yeah, we just talk about comics and collectibles and movies and everything, everything Marvel. But yeah, I love it. I'm, good. I'm so pumped to see that. That's exciting. The collab we all needed. <laughs> Appreciate it. Especially for a Marvel novice like me that I, uh, I don't know. Some, some of the stuff is a little over my head, but still I enjoy having some familiar, uh, familiar friends discussing it and <laughs> me trying to wrap my head around it all because yeah I mean, it's not going away that's a thing too like marvel exactly just, and as you've said before on this pod of like it's just ever expanding there's there's if they're not slowing down no I, I would try to make it as as geared towards the average fan as possible but you know there's also like i get a text message after every drop we've dropped two episodes and i've gotten long feedbacks from a buddy of mine that's a marvel fan and it's like, you need to drop more like comic numbers and, <laughs> you know, like specific information. <laughs> so there's also people that will listen to us like that. So we try to feed both. Yeah, that's cool. House of M Pod. House Appreciate of M Pod. Go check it out on the Twitter and wherever you find your podcasts. You have any uh, finishing takes here? We can't do music anymore, by the way for intros and outros because we got we got killed for it like 20 of our episodes were taken down supposedly so apologies when steve's back he'll be doing his custom uh, music intros and outros but today we got nothing for you sorry about it steve talks I'm steve prepared. talks <laughs> the exclusive <laughs> album of actually that'd be, imagine if it's like we're down to like 10 podcasts from when we like didn't do the music in the very beginning Oh my gosh, hopefully the other I don't even want to say it. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh well. Uh closing takes here. Celtics in seven. That's my closing take. All right. These refs are bogus, but whatever. Giannis has his own set of rules. Hundred percent. All right. We'll be back next week with episode one eighty nine, closing in on two hundred. Thanks for listening, and we will be seeing you next week. Peace out.